This is the theme tune to The Sword of Maximum Damage, the greatest television show ever to be shown on television. Episode 1 has just been broadcast. The end credits are killing it, and the planet is agog. Nothing and no one will ever be the same. The Pod of Maximum Damage is the greatest fan show of the greatest television show ever to be shown on television. It is a spoof, and it is semi-improvised, and it features actual members of the actual public joining in with their own improvised contributions about a show that doesn't exist. <laughs> Enjoy. Whoa! 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 That was incredible! It was incredible! That was possibly the single greatest hour of television I have ever seen this week. Whoa! The store to maximum damage, man. The store to maximum damage! Cronut, that show was so great. It repeatedly had sex with my face. I know! I no no you don't know nobody knows my eyes are like smoking cigarettes right now. Wow. Yeah, my eyes are pregnant. Cronut, they're pregnant. I just felt a kick. We gotta talk about what we just saw. We gotta dissect everything to death. You bet your flat ass we do. Call it in. Heyo. Word up, people. I'm Cronut Jenkins. And I'm Jelly Concave. And you are listening to the greatest fan show ever made of the greatest television show ever made. Welcome to, to the, the Pod of Maximum, maximum damage. damage! In a dream came to me, it was the Pod of Maximum Damage! In my ears it calls to me, I hear the Pod of Maximum Damage! Our strikes in the night, breaks the ground from where we rise, once again we command, we will die, but we We gotta compose ourselves. No, I know. We got a show to do. <laughs> and what a terrific, pioneering, game-changing first episode of HB Knows Big Fall Fantasy Epic, The Sword of Maximum Damage that was. Hell to the yes. And uh, what do we know so far, Jelly? Mm. Well, it seems there is a faraway land called Dyspraxia that has an empty throne that can only be filled by whoever finds and wields the Sword of Maximum Damage. Yeah, it's such a great premise. Mm. It's like a simple premise. Anyway, I've been waiting for this show to come out ever since someone whose opinion I routinely ignore switched me onto the books. Oh, I mean, the book. Now, the book, as you all know, is the brainchild of British fantasy maestro genius George R. 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 And it is great. It is fantastic. It's like nothing I've ever read. Sword of Max Dam is also the first of a ten-part trilogy that George hasn't quite got round to finishing yet. Yeah, he's still on book one of ten. Of 30. Oh. It's a 10 part trilogy, Jello. 10 times 3. That's 30 books. Oh. If they make a series every other year, we may not even get to see how it ends. I mean, how cool is that? To have invested so long in something that will not end. I, I will love it. You will, you will love it. But can you believe it, Jelly? Can you believe that you and I are alive at the same time as the greatest show of our time has been made? Look, Cronut, 
I have trouble believing that all human life came from a dinosaur biting an apple. So please, don't try to ask me if I can process what we just saw on illegal streaming because we cannot afford cable. It's the greatest piece of art ever witnessed on this or indeed any planet. Yeah, bite me 360 degree panorama views of Mars. <laughs> oh. Oh man, did you even watch that? I know. On your phone, like nothing happened. Nothing. I mean, at least put a Pokemon up there or something. Yeah. <laughs> like Rattata. A Rattata. <laughs> Stick a Rattata up there. I love that word, Jelly. Rattata. <laughs> I love all words, especially pain, but the French version. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> you know, it's just like your homemade t-shirt says, Jelly. Real life blows, fiction is forever -y. Yeah, I'm so bummed out about that typo. Yeah. Um, hey, anyway, did you see that I cried through the whole first app? <laughs> yes, I did. I like totally face pissed my cheeks for an hour. <laughs> Except when it went to commercial, then you just stopped on a dime. That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, aha, commercial, aha, commercial, aha, end credits. I'm such a mess. Yeah, the power of good TV, my friend. The power of great TV. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this sword effect clashes hard against another. Welcome back. <laughs> Figures aren't in yet, but word is sword totally destroyed the ratings. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was carnage. Carnage. Everybody saw it. Every living creature on the face of the planet, plus all of the dead ones, too. Whoa, dead people are so lucky getting to watch TV. Imagine being dead and watching that. Yeah. It's like best of both worlds. The show also broke the internet, too. You know how people say things break the internet and they don't? Uh-huh. Well, this show actually did. Everybody's phones and everybody's home hubs simply blew up. Oh, what, like, um, like exploded blew up or like inflated blew up? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I know. I think exploded, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, it better be exploded, because if it's inflated, we may have a problem getting home. What? For I cannot float. <laughs> I'm gonna make a note of that, thanks. Okay. So social media went crazy, Jelly. Oh yeah. And we're gonna be checking out all your tweets later on, so please, 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 keep them coming in using the hashtag, uh, what the fuck, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Tweet us right here at at pod of Maximum Domage. Oh, was, was damage already taken? Yeah. Oh, bummer. So, uh, let's get to it. Okay. Uh, let's talk about what we saw, uh -huh. what we thought about what we saw, what we think what we saw might mean, and what we might be seeing next week. Great reading and talking simultaneously, Corona. Thank you, Jelly. So, what do we see? Okay, first off, we had a super long opening credit sequence, which was like all kinds of awesome. And then the camera was like swooping all over a massive sword while the theme tune played. Mm. So great. Mm. Um, then that was followed by a super long narrative voiceover over a black screen, yeah. which was also all of the many wide and varied forms of awesome that we have on this earth. And in a really bold move, those credits and voiceover went on for some time, right? Yeah, 48 minutes. <laughs> 48 minutes of voiceover mm. in a 60-minute show. Yeah, that is like truly frontier shit, baby. <laughs> truly. Yeah, and then halfway through the end credits. They were all in hieroglyphics. Uh-huh, we had one super short but 
super intense scene that exploded into some of the most super sweet and oh. super violence I have ever seen. Oh. And I say that having grown up with an abusive cat. Hey, <laughs> no spoilers, remember? Oh, what the F? Screw huh? that, not. If you don't want to watch spoilers, don't listen to a fan show before watching the actual show. <laughs> I mean, who does that? It's a great point. Yeah, terminal douchebags. <laughs> but all in all, the scores are in, and I gave it five jellies out of five. You have a rating system? I absolutely do. Wow. Um, so that app was the textbook DNA of the perfect show. Like 90% setup to 10% shock ending. Yeah, to get you back next week. Right. So what did you think about that one scene that they did show? Uh, did you like it, Jelly? Was it as good as the book? Oh, Cronut, anyone that says anything is not as good as the book is not as good as my ass. Literally everything is better than a book. Everything. <laughs> Except for my ass. <laughs> right, I mean, because whoever watched a movie and said, you know what, I love that so much, I would like to reach a narrower audience and make way less money by reducing it down to something you can lose in a shoe or drop in a puddle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I love the way books become shows. I love the way they're just so cool with being the fluffer for something better. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, everything should be turned into a show. Yeah. Like, like gases, yeah. like immigration. Such a hot topic. <laughs> yeah. Such a hot topic right yeah, now. Imagine if they turned Tangiers into a show. What? <laughs> yeah. Or like, like soup. Wow. You're blowing my mind right now. I mean, I'd watch both of those shows so long as they had a 50-minute voiceover at the top. I mean, that's got to be the industry norm from now on, by mm. the way. But back to the scene. Why do we see in it, Jim? Yeah, sure. Um, so we got our first glimpse of the fabled scorched plains of Arianakash, where wow. 60 of the baddest-looking warriors from the Juku tribe Shack and Shack were facing down a fully tooled up and fully nude horde of Clutharos, or Clutharos. It's kind of up in the air how I pronounce that. Um, <laughs> led by Rubenswald Hackysack of the Bin Xinjiang territories. Wow. A translation for those not familiar with the book, we got an open field full of people, some of whom had their dicks out. And their titties, let's not be sexist. Before, like a female character, I did not know. It's Pinswal Mubali of the Clan Shack and Shack. She started shouting things I did not understand at another character I did not know. Rubenswald Hackysack of the Bin Xinjiang territories. And then she plunged her axe deep into his skull. Oh God. And then everybody fought, and everybody died, and there was a blackout. I gotta say, I did not see any of that coming. Me either. I mean, none of that is in the book. Nothing is in the book. It's just 600 empty pages with a really great cover. Yeah, that's a textbook book, by the way. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jelly, we are witnessing history in the making as television as we know it is being redefined by the voice of our generation. And I am with it all the way. I don't mind admitting at the end of the show... I applauded. Me too. I stood up on my chair and I applauded. I threw flowers at my plasma. You have a plasma? Not anymore. My vase broke it. <laughs> I threw underwear at it. Not mine. In fact, I don't know whose they were, but I saw them and I just threw them. I said far to myself. Jilly! No, I did. I thought... I enjoyed that so much, the only way I can truly show my appreciation is to like douse myself in gasoline and flick a match on me. <sighs> I gave money to the Sudan. Is that, is that still a thing? Are they still looking for some? I gave it anyway. 
I reconnected with an old family friend. Whilst on fire? Yeah. It was a great icebreaker. I can imagine. I went blonde. Oh. Straight after. I felt like a change, you know? I shot someone. What? Oh, no, I probably shouldn't bring that up, but I did. It turns out, like, an old family friend was in trouble and needed an out. I love the way that this has now become about us and not about the show, and that I'm 100% cool with that. I love the part of maximum damage. I love the part of maximum damage. Oh, I love that you love that. I love that you love that, too. Jelly. Donuts. Time now to meet some of the brains behind the show. Joining us first is the genius director behind that first ep. Everybody, put your hands together and give a great big pot of maximum damage welcome to British legend Maxwell Packett. All right, here he is. Oh, that's great. Hey, Max, it's so cool that you would join us here today on the first pod. I mean, everybody's pumped to see you, right? I gotta say, on behalf of everybody here, just congratulations on such a terrific piece of work. It's gotta be the hottest gig in Hollywood right now, huh? Mm, yes, um, really. Uh, how'd you get the job? Ah, ah, well, I was um, on another job, and I uh, got a phone call, and it said, uh, do you want uh, Another job. <laughs> and I said yes. Wow. I mean, that is. I can. Great. It's the best story I've ever it's, heard. It's one of my better ones. You know, you, you hear these 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 stories of legendary like things coming out of Hollywood. I, I think that's right up there with the best. Yeah, it truly is. Um, and, and you said yes. Uh, how long have you been with the show, Max? Uh, how long did it take to prep that uh, and create what we saw this evening? Well, uh, yes, uh, yes, it's an interesting uh, question. Uh, I guess what I'm getting at, Max, yeah. is what, what's your process? Well, yes. What's, what's the Max Packet process? Yes. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, first of all, I live on every set for every show that I do. Oh. Uh, I like to get in amongst it, you see? You, you move your, your whole belongings in, your family and everything? No, no, none of that, just me. In I go. <laughs> you just roam. In I go, naked as a newborn babe. You're nude on, on set? On to set, on to set, there I am. Who's that? That's the director. <laughs> oh dear, what a terrible shame. <laughs> I scavenge around. I like to get a feel for it. What am I going to wear? Some of the costumes <laughs> that have yet to be soiled. What am I going to eat? Whatever I can find. Probably from the catering trailer. <laughs> not, not a hard task, that one. And what are the advantages of, of that for you, Max? Well, I think uh, mostly it's, it's really getting a feel of the overall piece and also not having to register for poll tax. <laughs> wow. Yes. Um, it says here in my notes that you're like a 360-degree mm. director. Like, <laughs> explain that to us. Well, quite often, when you watch a TV show or a film, what are you seeing? You'll see what's on the screen. What is that? What, like 10%, 20% of your field of vision? Yeah. 
That's all that director's thinking of. How do you improve on that? Well, me. I think of the whole thing. 360 degrees. What's going on over there? You know... <laughs> they often say, you know, with a script, what's best about it is what's not being said. What's best about my work is what's not being seen. <laughs> right. And at the end of each like project you work on, mm. you have a specific thing that you like to do to cleanse yourself. Uh, yes. I don't know if this is true. But I don't no, know no, 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 no. You're right. It is true. Yes, I give myself amnesia. Um, <laughs> because, as I say, I like to tackle every project with fresh eyes, with a fresh perspective. Mm -hmm. How best to do that? Bang! You, Bang. you, you shoot yourself in no, the head? No, no, no. I am hit over the back of the head with an item. Often I don't see what it is. My wife obliges. I didn't even ask her. That's how in tune we are. Um, and then, then, next project. There I am. What do I know? What do I know about this? Nothing. I'm approaching it. Everything is new. Everything is new. How do I write direct? I don't know. I have to relearn. What are the names of my children? I don't know. Uh, were you familiar with the source material? Let's deal with stuff that you did know mm. before the mm. shoot. Like, did you, had you read mm. the book? Before no. no, 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 no. Uh, not, not a big reader. Not a big reader. No. But I am a big writer. In, in that way, I, I see myself as more of an exit than an entrance. <laughs> you know, I often grab someone. What, what are we doing? <laughs> a, a runner, a best boy, a grip. What, what is this? What am I doing? And then, you know, they give me, they give me the lowdown and, and, and off I go. There we go. Turn the other way. Bob's your uncle. We made a hit. <laughs> you really did. Hey, tell, for everybody that's not familiar with your, with your canon, Max, uh, tell us a little bit about your past, how, how you got into directing. Uh, well, I start, as a lot of directors do, um, uh, in advertising. Oh, uh, okay. But I would direct billboards uh, <laughs> rather than TV work. Um, how, how do you do that? How do you well, that's an interesting question. Yes, uh, I'd often stand there and nod, it, you know, if it's doing what, what I wanted it to do. Uh, and if not, no, no, this isn't working. <laughs> isn't working. Give a few notes. Uh, they don't often take. Uh, there's not much you can do about it. But, uh, I, but I understand that uh, it was because of your work uh, shaking your head at billboards that weren't doing their job, yeah. that they came up with those ones that rotate and turn into other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yes, correct. <laughs> yes, Gail, you want to you yeah, ask? Yeah, I, I just, yeah, you, I, I really wanted to know about specifically the moment when um, Pinswell Mubali of Clan Shack and Shack crushes that axe into Rubenswald Hacky Sack of the Binching Jang Territory's face. Yes. Right, yeah. It, it looked, looked 
almost too real. Well, it was real. Okay. <laughs> right. How, it was real. How real? People were harmed in the making of, of the show? We well, he was a method actor. <laughs> he said before the take, yeah. if people don't believe this, then what's the point? Ah. And I really think it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> I really appreciate making light of what sounds like a truly horrific situation. <laughs> upset. I hear it was horrific. Uh, fortunately, I was facing the other way. Sure. <laughs> sure you were. Well, listen, uh, your images are fantastic. We all agree the storytelling was, was incredible in that first scene. But one aspect of the show as well that I think really boosted what you captured uh, unwittingly, it seems, with the camera uh, was the music, the score, all the way through. Oh, and yeah. um, let's bring out a guy that gave uh, sound to your vision. Mm. Uh, it's the Scandinavian genius, uh, Borora Orealis. Give him a hand. Yeah. <laughs> Genuine original, outspoken, softly spoken, oft spoken about, an enigma. Thank you. <laughs> what a score. An absolutely. What a fantastic piece of music that you made. Uh, that opening theme tune, I mean, it, we've heard a lot of scores, right? But we have not heard anything. Anything. Anything, <laughs> anything that came close to that. Uh, tell us. Tell us where you start with, with a piece of music like that. Is it his visuals, or do you know what you're doing already? Boy? Well, I, I, I started with uh, the silence. So we have the voiceover for the first 48 minutes of the show. I have the orchestra playing that all the way through. And some, sometimes they got exuberant and started actually playing. I stamped down on that right away. Wow. They were playing all the way through. The, the rest of it, the, the, uh, the music for the credits at the end of the show... Uh, some composers build up. They say, let's start with this instrument, let's add another. I reduce. So my orchestra played all the notes in every instrument. <laughs> and then we cut down from there. So I say, lose the accordions. Okay. And then... We don't need that sousaphone. So we go... <laughs> then we, go, we cut down until we've got the perfect thing. It's a long process. <laughs> There are thousands of instruments in the world. You're quoted as saying that you work with the sonic fabric of the universe. Yes. Explain that. I, that that's what I do. I, 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 my job is to move molecules of air towards your ear. Wow. I, I am a porter of the infinite. Okay? That is, that's my work. I love to do it, but I'm, I'm serving the molecules. They're my colleagues. <laughs> With all things that make sound, this, this uh, mug here, that's my boss. <laughs> I hope that's clear. That's, that's tidied okay. that up. Thank um, you. And you can play, as you mentioned, almost every instrument known to man, right? I, I play a lot of instruments. I am always playing something. 
What are you playing now? I'm playing your mind. <laughs> Listen. Oh, he is. That's me. Oh, Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, so there are a lot of instruments in the show, you know. We tell us to. about some of the instruments. You uh, use well, we, it's a it's a fairly standard orchestration for this show. Uh, so we have uh, the the Balinese genital cymbals. We have them, obviously. They're my go-to. Um, we we have the owl gut harp. Uh, you notice that, I'm sure. Uh, we have the walrus baculum rain stick. The baculum, the penis bone. Of the walrus, you don't. That's not the actual instrument. You play the space just around it. <laughs> okay, so you need a you need a stand or a table to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> and your orchestra is is made up of all of your children. Too. Yes, all my children. Uh, it's a ninety-piece orchestra. <laughs> and. Uh, they're, they're all uh, the, the fruits of my learns, I think you say. Uh, 90 kids? Yes, by 94 different women. <laughs> Are you in touch with any of those women? Have they managed to capture your heart? Uh, I'm not uh, in touch with any of those women anymore. Once they've produced a child, they're now more used to me. <laughs> But I, I try to meet women who I think bear genes that will be useful in the orchestra. <laughs> Which is hard on a dating website to say. What kind of, what kind of uh, keywords do you put in there? <laughs> keywords? Uh, what do I put in this profile of mine? Uh, I say I'm sweet, I like walks, and then there's a big picture of me with my arms around a notional baby that... Uh, I say, this could be yours, but it will be mine. <laughs> so, that's and, uh, my uh, method. Whereabouts uh, does the child who plays the uh, baculum sit in the orchestra? Where do we, where do we position him? Oh, that is, uh, who is that? that is grief. Uh, <laughs> grief sits uh, behind the first violins. Yeah, because you got some pretty interesting names for your kids, if you don't mind. Oh yes, uh, so we've got um, we've got we've got grief, we've got uh, disappointment, uh, we've got darkening plane of night. Uh, she's a lovely little girl, actually. Um, she what does she? Oh, she's she's on the uh, the you know the sax effects. This no. is uh, it's like a saxophone, but you don't really have it anymore. Uh, <laughs> but it was. Very popular in the 80s. Um, do you mind if we play that theme tune again? Oh, no, absolutely. Yes, please. And you please. can, like, give us a little... Oh, here we go. Uh, so that's the Balinese genital symbol. Oh, wow. And then here, just... That, it's yeah. attached still, it sounds. It is. It is attached. Uh, and then this is uh, my, my, my eldest, uh, uh, Job, over here. Okay, he's, he's, he's mourning. Okay, then we're building on the strings. It's getting, something's coming. This is all, we move the orchestra towards the microphones as we record. I don't believe in increasing volume on the instrument. That's amazing. So, okay. So more building here, more building. The relentless clanking of the genital symbol here. 
Uh, and then we get, we should have coming up now another bit of like Oh no, the vocals. Now for that for that scream, uh, my my twenty third youngest um, sorrow uh, threw himself off a four story building in my hometown of <laughs> Sir Strummings. The, Sir Strummingsen, <laughs> yes. I have a little uh, office there. It's shaped like an enormous ear. So I... Is he okay? He's fine. But he, he, he won't be playing again. <laughs> now, there was, uh, some tongue, there was some tongue heard in that, uh, so, in some, that track. Some, some tongue. Th is that wood flanger? Wood yeah, flanger wood flanger. Uh, there's uh, there's a moment at the end of the track where, yes. like, someone speaks in tongue. It, it, oh, tongue. It's yeah. caused so much heat uh, online. What is it that he's saying, and is it is oh, it key I, to the plot? Now, Max, maybe you can come in here on this because, as you know, we're fans. We like we like to like know details. We like. Is there any clues that you've left? Exclusive. Us? What's he saying? What's that guy saying? Well, uh, it's an interesting question. Um, <clears throat> now, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's that's. Oh. Is that yeah. because Barore, do you know? Did you keep uh, this a secret? I've, I've asked George. I've asked George, who wrote the, the book, of course. He's yeah. a close yeah. friend. Uh, and he told me he doesn't know. <laughs> wow. mate, but he will. <laughs> he wow. has to find a dictionary to translate a language that doesn't exist. Wow. How, how's he going to do it? I mean, that's so exciting. Yeah. Like, th at some point, we may know what that guy says, and it may mean something that means something. I mean, how... Oh, I got goosebumps right yeah. there. That was just chilling stuff. Uh, guys, enough of our yakking. We got a packed audience full to the bursting of questions. Uh, we got uh, anything you want to ask the guys here. We got a, a hand over there. Uh, yeah, can we get a mic over to this guy here? Uh, yeah, hi, thanks very much. Thanks very much for having me. It's, it's really honored to be able to ask the first question here. Uh, Paul, uh, yeah. thank you very much. I, I'm really, really honored to be here. So, um, my question is for Max. Max, I'm a really, 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 really big fan of yours, and I have been for years. So I just wanted to ask, touching on the idea of the process that you go through, was there anything that you did for the cast to put him in like a boot camp, to get him ready for the ordeal they were inevitably going to be facing? Because to be perfectly honest with you, I watched the show as a watcher, and it sucked the living fear juice out of me. So I can only imagine the actors were terrified. Thank you. <laughs> yes, uh, what, well, uh, uh, it started six months before the show. They arrived in the field. The cast. The cast. Uh, there they were in the field. They had to fend for themselves. And by the time we got there, they were absolutely feral. <laughs> uh, but I would say rather, rather than a boot camp that was more a, uh, a scheduling mishap uh, <laughs> it, just, it just turned out we'd sent them there uh, early so we had, we had no idea but um, uh, it was really quite extraordinary Wow. Does yeah. that, does that, what's your name Brad? sorry my name is Chris that, that, that's everything to me <laughs> okay, we got another question over here. Can we get the, the mic over to this guy here? Uh, okay. What's your name, friend? Oh, my name is Axel. Friend Hi, Axel. Axel. <laughs> I, um, I hear, hear in the end of the... What, can, can I, 
What? At the end of the piece there, I heard a guy say, Tipakur. Axel? Tipakur? Maybe get the mic a little bit away from your mouth, maybe? It's halfway down his throat. It's Tipakur. It's nudging gullet. Sorry. That's better, that's better, Axel. What's your question? It's for Boror, I guess, right? Boror. Uh, <laughs> what is a what does a saxophone sound like? Uh, so, uh, well, w well, thank you for that question. With my limited, right. uh, yeah. with uh, my my limited uh, range, I can only do a, a cheap impression. But would you like? That, that. I would very much like to hear okay. that. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I hope that answers. Uh, it's beautiful. It's great. Okay, yeah. Let's keep it coming. Great. Great question, Axel. Great question. Okay, over there, sir. Yes. Yeah, hi, thank you. I've got a question for Max, please. It's oh, a real honor to be here. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, buddy, like, we've already had a question from you. Give everybody else a turn, all right? Okay? Okay. You want to sit back down? <laughs> you didn't even use a different voice. It <laughs> <You> just <laughs> <laughs> came up. Okay, yes, sir, over there. Hi, I got a question from Max here, a big fan. Same guy, same, same guy, guy, isn't it? It's quite, 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 quite clearly just, the same just guy. Just use your regular voice. Go on, what's your question? I wrote a script. Will you make it for me? Oh, come on. Max, he's a busy guy, and you know how he works. It's a really short script. I've seen everything you've done, Max. Please, please, it really mean much to me. Sum it up for me in three and a half words. Wow. He did not expect that reply from you, Max, let me tell you. Not... Worth do? <laughs> well, I'll take it. <laughs> hey, great. That could be your next, your next, uh, your next uh, show, right? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, over here. All right. Keep it coming. This is great. Great question. Um, can I just say, I know, it's, what a great city and what a oh, great show okay. this is. Yeah. Can Thanks. I just say yeah. it? Yeah. Thank great. you. <laughs> thank you. First of all, that's very, thank you. Um, okay, um, <laughs> it's going to sound funny now, um, but I, I'm the partner of the guy that played uh, Ruben's Wald Hackisack uh, of the Bing Xing Jiang territories. Um, I've, I've just got to ask, Max, <laughs> is he really dead? Because I, 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 I've been at home and making food, and the, the last time I saw him was actually on television, and um, <laughs> he's taking an axe to the fucking face, you know. And, <laughs> I'm just trying to... Is my, is my partner dead? Is he dead? Well, I suppose... It's how you define death. Well, just not coming home again. <laughs> in that case, yes. Um, but in another case, uh, he will live on... on film. For a very short period of time. And quite a brutal one. I'm just not sure that cuts it for me. Uh, what uh, do you think of the show, though? I love the show. Uh, <laughs> I love the show, everybody. I love it. Aurora, did you? Well, have... I have. Uh, if it's any consolation, I've added uh, the, the 
the sound of the axe uh, hitting uh, your your mm, he would have loved that. partner to my own yeah. personal library. So oh, that's real great. Yes, it's got again. 380 million sounds in it. So the odds of me ever hearing it again are slight. But he <laughs> he's in the firmament now. That's thank great. you. That wow. really answers my thank you. That's really thank cool. You hey, and thank if, you. if you're a fan of, of Max's work. Um, uh, go online and check out his uh, six-minute short. Uh, it's called Lens Cap, uh, mm. and it's like 16 minutes of just darkness and the sound of him swearing in the background. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic piece of work, Max. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yes. Uh, it was put you on the map, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was a very exploratively explorative um, <laughs> word that I just tried to use. Yeah, uh, indeed. It's a very explorative film, and um, it led me to um, discover what, in fact, a lens cap is. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Nothing like tying a punchline 18 minutes after the setup. Yeah. <laughs> That's comedy. <laughs> we got any other Timing. questions? Who, anybody else? <laughs> Who's got a question? We got, yeah, we got a lady there. Uh, can we get the mic along? What's your name, ma'am? Hi, my name is Anne. I want to say thank you for producing such a great show because it's really amazing. Hey, um, Anne, thank you for producing a great accent, probably the best in the room, <laughs> I, I would say, too. My question is for Max. Um, I'm really excited to hear about your process and the 360 vision, um, and I just wanted to know if we're going to get a chance to see that on... Blu-ray or some sort of outtake release because I really kind of want to know what you're seeing at the same time what we're seeing. Yes, yeah, like an yes. extra feature or something. That's, uh, a that, 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 that's, a, that's a wonderful idea, actually. Um, <clears throat> uh, I, I, unfortunately, uh, not, not at the moment, uh, but it, it's, it's a wonderful idea. I think I may in the future because I really find that my 360-degree uh, angle uh, directing it, it was probably the most um, uh, groundbreaking idea from a man who uh, doesn't even have a degree himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Max has got no input on what goes on the Blu-ray whatsoever, but uh, if he no. could, it, it, it no. sounds like he'd be up for showing that. Yes, yeah. I would love to. If they could put a, a, a camera in my mind... Uh, that would be wonderful for me, because then, you know, I could uh, remember the faces of my children. <laughs> I mean, they kind of do, Max. They, they call them eyes. <laughs> well, with all the older... I guess, yeah, yeah. It's been knocked out. Any other questions? We got any more? Anybody? Yeah, we got one there. Okay. Go right ahead, buddy. Thanks for coming down. What do you, what do you uh, Thank you, thank you. Oh, so exciting to be here. Hey! Uh, this, you, this, this, how far you traveled to get here? Oh, well, yo, I'm married into it. So, you know, I've been here quite a while. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. excellent. A backstory uh, as well, I like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is wonderful. I, I mean, you know, the internet's just come back online after everybody's route has exploded. Sure. But I don't know if you guys have all heard, but there's a rumor that Hacky Sack's son will be played by a two-headed man with one covered by a, uh, a green balaclava that will be screened out in CG afterwards. I was just wondering, uh, uh. how expensive is that and was it a, um, a rights issue do you think union to bring in a two-headed man or was it, um, it was he the best one for the job yeah uh, well it's interesting that because uh, in the casting process he came in and everyone instantly said no <laughs> <laughs> not a chance 
Ridiculous idea. A two-headed man? No thank you. <laughs> and I said, do you know what? Everyone's saying that. How about we just go ahead and do it? <laughs> and then again, they said, no. <laughs> it's going to be expensive. It's a ridiculous idea. He's not even a good actor. He wasn't. Either of the heads. He wasn't an actor. He's awful. not an actor. Awful. He's not an actor. <laughs> it's not a question awful. of good or bad. No, no. He's, not, he's outside that Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> even if the universal set is all actors of all time, he's elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And again, it's that kind of naysaying. You can't do it, Max. That's what I hear all the time. You can't do it. You can't do that. It's ridiculous. It'll be rubbish. It'll be shit. No! I'm going to do it. I'm Max. Yeah. 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 In the industry, they call him the yaysayer. <laughs> we got any other questions in here? Anybody else got anything for us? Ma'am, you got a question there. What do you got? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just speechless. You know, I, I've, I, I've flown very, very far. I, I heard rumour that the show was coming, and I, I didn't, I really didn't know quite what I would see. Um, I'm just so moved, and I wonder. I don't know if you're looking for another baby mother. Um, wow! But I wow. certainly feel. I don't know. I, I, your music stirred something. That's why I just wanted to say it. Hey, no, it, it, these guys are, are here to hear that kind of stuff. So. I'm always keen to hear that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think we could get along very well. I have a couple of forms for you to sign. <laughs> nothing scary, nothing uh, problematic. It's a waiver, okay? <laughs> I love, let's talk after the show. I, I can't wait. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Hey, I, I got a question just to wrap this whole oh, thing up. Um, might we see more scenes next week, Max? Or <laughs> what's the voiceover to scene ratio? I mean, I, I really... I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not allowed to say at all. Oh, um, come on. But I will all say right. this. Oh. I will say this. Maybe. Oh, oh he's getting out of That's it. That's enough. Well, hey, I don't know what we're going to do the next week, Jelly. I don't know. I mean, freeze my eggs? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, why not? Uh, but guys, you've all been great in here tonight. Uh, please... Give it up for the guests that we've had in here today. We have Max Packett. We have Barora Orealis. Guys, this has been the part of Maximum Damage. So join us next time and keep on geeking. All right, play us up. The Pod of Maximum Damage featured Adam Riches, Stevie Martin, Jim Johnson, James Riches and special guests Ben Clark and Andrew Murray. It was written by Adam Riches with improvisations from the cast and members of the audience. Recorded at King's Place, editing and music by Jim Johnson. If you liked it, then rate, review and subscribe.